Aloha, and welcome to My Mana'o. This is Joy Galatro, a volunteer with Mana'o Radio, 91.7 FM, KMNO, Maui's only non-commercial, independent radio station run 100% by volunteers. My Mana'o is a series of interviews with the amazing DJs, all volunteers, of Mana'o Radio. It's a deep dive into the people behind the music, the eclectic music that beams out of this incredible little radio station in Wailuku Town, Maui. This time, we're talking with DJ L, host of DJ L and the Killer Bees. His show blends an eclectic mix of blues, bebop, Brazilian, bluegrass, you guessed it, musical genres that begin with B. He even plays the banjo and bongos, so you are sure to enjoy some head-bopping, feel-good music each time you tune into his show. Let's listen in as DJ L describes some of his musical influences and memorable musician encounters. And we'll also learn how he builds his four-hour show that's on every other Saturday night here on Mana'o Radio. So aloha, we are here with DJ L right. of DJ L and the Killer Bees on Mana'o Radio. Welcome, yes, Ellie. Thank you so much. Let me tell you maybe my name and what the Killer Bees stand for. Please do. Sure. So DJ L is... Ellie. I'm Ellie. My name is Ellie Spivak. And the Killer Bees are bebop, bossa nova, blues, boogaloo, Brazilian, and maybe sometimes some bluegrass because I do have been known to play the banjo, not on the show, but I play the banjo from time to time. So I still have a little bluegrass... uh, Affinity, shall Great. we say. And even your musical instrument starts with a B. Yes, Fabulous. and I play the bongos too. Oh, wow. So there's a whole theme going on. I now yes. s- I understand. What makes it killer? What makes it killer? Because, you know, killer bees, everyone thinks about the killer bees, right? The African bees that came up through Mexico and started attacking all the other honeybees, bumblebees, or whatever. So yes. killer bees is kind of a play on words. Okay. Right. But it's not going to kill us to listen to your fabulous show. No, because uh, instead of killer bees as the bee, it's killer music. Gotcha. Now right. it all connects in. Yes. So you have been a DJ on Mana'o Radio for how long? Actually, it's been four years. I moved to Maui in 2018 in January. And by uh, I started calling... Mana'o Radio. Well, I didn't. I I emailed Mana'o and I didn't really hear anything. And then I called one night and luckily Alan picked up and he said, sure, let me hear about you and about your music and your taste. And and he said, oh, wow, that sounds really good. Why don't you come in and uh, maybe put together 10 tunes for my blue show and we'll give you a little test run and and that was the the start of my career here. And that was, I think that started in June of 2018. Okay. Just like five, six months after I moved here, which was great. And were you a DJ in another place? What's your, what, what just propelled you into this yes. uh, desire to be a DJ on Mana'o Radio? Yeah. Well, um, I was moving back in... 1986 from the Lower East Side of New York City on Ludlow Street to 14th Street, right on the border of East Village and, and uh, Gramercy Park. And uh, 
on my move, I was listening to the radio, and I caught this station. I had never heard it before. It was called WBGO, and they were based out of Newark. And they played incredible jazz. Mm. Incredible. And uh, they had a, uh, an evening where it was uh, Latin jazz. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a, uh, the Rhythm Review program, which was on Saturdays, which was all like R&B from the 60s and 70s and beyond. Even after I moved, I just ate all that music up. And I've always loved that music okay. since my college years, you know. I started playing the banjo in college. I had this roommate in college who had this incredible jazz collection who turned me on to Ro- Roland, you know, Rossan Roland Kirk and Mahalia Jackson and, and Lee Morgan and just blew my mind. I had started listening to like Miles Davis in high school, but um, after high school, I was mostly, I was listening to bluegrass, disco, and jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Good collection there. Yeah. Very eclectic. Yeah. So what happened was I listened to WBGO over the years. And uh, then in 2003, uh, I had enough money that I was able to uh, host an hour on WBGO. So back at that time, if you had $750 that you're willing to donate to the station because it, it was uh, commercial free and it still is, okay. then you could choose a uh, guest host an hour. And I did that. And I took the train down to Newark and uh, wow. took a taxi to WBGO. And uh, I sat with Awilda uh, Rivera, who was the Latin Jazz Cruise host. Okay. And I had put together... Uh, like a week or two earlier, a an hour playlist that she had to sign off on. And I think she liked every song except for one. I don't know which song it was. And uh, she has this incredible radio voice, and I got to meet her. And she, you know, egged me on to talk and to talk about the music that I was playing and everything. And during the breaks, we were laughing a lot, and she was telling me these stories about her hanging out with Antonio Carlos Jobim and this woman, and she speaks, you know, perfect Spanish and perfect Portuguese, and she loved my song selection, you know. She says, you know, I was playing a lot of some Cal Jada, and she goes, oh, Cal Jada, I love Cal Jada, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And she was helping me with some of my pronunciations, which weren't exactly perfect. So that was great. And, uh, and that was it. And then they raised the price to like 1300 bucks, 1200 bucks to host an hour. And it was like they hey. priced me out and I couldn't really do it. So, uh, but then uh, a good friend of mine who lived here, her name is Argie. She was uh, hosting a show on another station. I forget which one it was, but uh, she was doing like salsa and Latin music. She's Dominican. And uh, so I knew she could do it. I knew Dr. Nad, and he was doing a show here for years. And when I moved here in 2018, even though I'd been visiting here for 20 years, and finally the planets aligned and I could move here, yeah. it was like, I got to... I got to turn Maui on to my music. I know it's like very wow. <laughs> egocentric and all, but I, I think that I had... You had a place a, to do it here, a though. A place to do it. I had the taste, and uh, I had the uh, 
the background and the what what am I trying to think it, you know I have a huge amount of interest in different kinds of music yeah and uh you know I well, tell us about my music. So what yes. is on the killer bees? Okay. Like what, when people tune in either to the yes. FM dial or live stream it or listen on demand, we have all these fabulous options at Mana'o yes. Radio. What do you think, uh, what will listeners experience with your show? Yes. Well, it's, it's an eclectic array of music. It is every piece of music that I find that I put on my playlist I have some sort of emotional connection with. Okay. So some of the songs I, I get, you know, goosebumps, chicken skin, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I really connect with it in a very strong emotional way. And I feel that, you know, that is, if, if, if I could have that connection, the listener can have that connection. Uh, the way the show has been going lately is I usually start off with something a little bit more contemporary and upbeat. And uh, for instance, the show tonight, which is August 13th, 2022, I found this really, really cool cumbia song. I'm not a cumbia dancer. I'm a salsero. I dance salsa. I teach salsa here on the island. Oh, I teach wow. dancing. Uh, one of my things that I do. And uh, so it starts off with a cumbia number, and then it goes on into some other kind of Latin stuff. Uh, so it's usually... First hour is contemporary. Uh, second hour is devoted to mostly blues. And it could be uh, classical blues, classic blues like Muddy Waters, Willie Dixon, Howlin' Wolf. It could be something more contemporary. Um, uh, this tonight, I have the range of, of blues is just... It's, I've never had this kind of range before. It's wow. like rock blues, it's traditional blues, it's Chicago blues, it's folk blues. It's even It even has a Joni Mitchell song. Oh. So that's kind of wild. And then, then I mostly sort of like slide into bebop and some more Latin stuff. And, and then I end with... Some song that, that, that really grabbed me for some reason that I found. And this song I just heard on the radio last night. And it was like, oh, my God, this song is incredible. So I try and end with something that really I connect with emotionally or that has something to do with what's going on in the world. or Gosh. That, yeah. That, how fantastic. So I can't wait to tune in because we got a couple hours before your show starts. But you've touched on um, kind of the, the your intention is, you know, you you are connecting emotionally with these songs right. and you want to share that. And just to remind everyone, all the DJs here at Monaco Radio are volunteers. And, yes. you know, you can you have complete freedom to play whatever you want. And what we see again and again and what we hear and what we experience is the love that you're you know putting out through the music that you're very purposefully putting together. There's, yeah. there's like you just said, like it has to connect with me emotionally for me to you know, like put it like in a, in a collection of songs in a very um, meaningful way right. that is intended to land on your audience. And hopefully I would suspect want, you want them to feel what you feel. Yeah, exactly. And 
Each song has to dovetail in some way with the previous song and the song that follows. Okay, so tell me about how, how, how you do what you do in putting yeah. your show together. So uh, I listen to a lot of music during the week. Uh, I listen to the station that I had been a guest DJ on, BGO. I listen to, I look at and see what people are putting out on Facebook. I'm, you know friends or I follow artists mm -hmm. stuff and uh, you know they send me like this is the new release or something I hear about that you know I might see something on YouTube that's interesting there are some Facebook groups that have some interesting music uh, or I just you know do some research on my own but a lot of times I find well one thing you know, I listened to BGO a lot in New York, and uh, they used to play exceptional music. And just since a year and a half ago, they started playing cool jazz, and it's like driving me nuts. <laughs> so I like to say that, you know, BGO is this extraordinary station and resource, and I pick the best songs that they play. Okay. So these songs are extraordinary. Or at least I think they are. They're extraordinary of the extraordinary. So I listen to BGO a lot because they have, uh, they now have changed their schedule a little bit and play a lot more soul music. And uh, but they still have like a, a Latin night, and they still they don't really play blues anymore, unfortunately. But I get a lot of wonderful music from them as well as other places as I listen to. Manao Radio. Right. I, sometimes I hear some amazing things that someone has played. And so I hear the DJs you know? are fans of the other DJs. Yes, exactly. Who or are I some listen of to uh, HPR, you know, and, and sometimes they play something that's fantastic. What do you want your listener to feel after one of your shows? Exhausted. No. Because <laughs> they were up dancing? <laughs> yes. No, well, sometimes I have danceable tunes, you know, when I play some Latin stuff. I mean, I love to dance. And some stuff I like to try and elicit a dance response. Okay. But uh, what do I want them to take away with? Well, first of all, there are very few people who are listening from beginning to end. Okay. Right? It's a four-hour show. I know some people who do, and I thank them, and uh, some of them live upstairs for me, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but I want them to feel a couple things. One, that they've listened to music that they have never heard before and might, have, might never hear again, right, unless they do some research. You know, stuff that is so unusual to their ear that uh, they go, oh, wow, I really like that. And, you know, I've kind of inspired them to maybe listen to another genre or listen to a, another artist that they have never heard about. And, uh, you know, it's, I would love to expand their mind. Mm -hmm. You know, they might hear just a couple songs here or there from different parts of the show or just like, you know, and the show is different all throughout the evening. You know, as I said, I usually try and do something a little more contemporary, maybe funky in the beginning. Blues hour is a whole different thing. I have friends who 
pretty much just listen to the blues hour. And then later in the evening, I have friends who get home late and they just listen to that part. And, and they're Latinos and they, I play some Latin stuff towards the end, mix it in with bebop. And then I have some people who are just like hardcore bebop people and they're, you know, and they really appreciate that. But the point being is that I hope that people can appreciate what I'm doing, learn some, not learn, but be exposed to stuff that might be, they not normally would be exposed to. Wow. I mean, the effort, again, the, the fact that you're a volunteer doing this and putting this much effort into this kind of a collection of mm -hmm. songs week by week, what keeps you going? I mean, that's such a gift to all of us. Well, it's a lot easier than it sounds. <laughs> it sounds really difficult. I mean, I, I listen to the radio, and every now and then I go, oh, my God, what was that? So I look at the playlist from the station that I'm listening to, or I Shazam it, mm -hmm. and I go, oh, wow. So And then so over the course of the week, you know, there might be like uh, two or three songs, three to five songs, you know, maybe six songs a day. Mm -hmm. And after 14 days, that's more than a playlist. And then the I, I put them all together. Uh, I have this... I have this playlist on my iTunes. It's called uh, Future Future Playlist. And so everything gets dumped there. And right now it has, you know, it tells you how many hours. Mm -hmm. And it's up to like nine days. Oh, you got plenty <laughs> of material waiting there. Right. But a lot of it I've used already. Okay. You know, so I pump, dump it there. And then I, uh, I add stuff that is, that comes from other sources. And then I start... Arranging it so I have the more contemporary upbeat stuff at the beginning, the blues, then the, the bebop Latin stuff. And, uh, and then, you know, there are some songs that I'll go, this song is going to sound really good coming after it. And it'd be something that I have just in the deep recesses of my memory, right? And I'll pull it up and I'll see if it fits. Yeah. Because it's all about... How the songs dovetail as well. Wow. Where does your love of music come from? Have you just, is it in your DNA? Have you always just been around music? Tell me about your your life and, yeah, and sure. when that sparked. You know, like How did music get into your soul and to the point where you are today? Just like a plethora of music that yeah. you're just going through and enjoying day by day and then collecting what you want to share with us. Where did that all come from? My parents had some some really interesting record albums and you know my sister and i would dance to this one album which was it was called like oriental delights or something and it was a collection of eastern inspired music mm -hmm. and it just really inspired us to dance and at that time we were living on the lower east side of manhattan and we were living in this apartment building right off the east river across the street were basically what you'd call the projects and it was all like you know, Puerto Rican folks, African-American folks. And the Puerto Rican, the older guys, the viejos, would be sitting out in front of the project, you know, playing dominoes. And they'd be listening to, you know, salsa from the 60s because this was the 1960s. You know, like we, I was living there from like 
64 to 67. Mm. And that was like a classic time for that kind of music. I mean, oh. Eddie Palmieri, Boogaloo was starting to happen. And they'd be listening to this music and you'd walk by and hear it all the time. You walk by when you go past a bodega in the neighborhood. Wow. And it was like, oh, wow, this is great stuff. So that kind of seeped in. Yep. And then I, uh, I had this girlfriend in college who uh, was a Latina. She was Puerto Rican, or actually was after college, but uh, she turned me on to Hector Laveau, and that was like, that was an entryway to Fania, which is, you know, uh, 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 you know, all those great artists there, you know, Tito Puente, uh, Nicky Marrero, and... Uh, uh, Johnny Pacheco, Celia Cruz, you know, all these great, wow. great uh, artists. And then previously in college, my best friend ended up dating this woman from Brazil uh, who was also in the engineering program where he was. I was in the geology, anthropology program. But uh, so there's another thing, anthropology, you know. Yeah, all the cultures. Studying different yeah. uh, cultures. But uh this woman, Anna Cristina, she played guitar and she sang like the great Bossa Nova stuff, the Chico Buarque stuff, the Caetano Veloso stuff, you know, and she was really, really wonderful. And that really blew my mind, the Brazilian stuff wow. from her. So wonderful women, women have inspired me to listen to some amazing music. And then in college, I had this, uh, this roommate at one point, Rick Davis, who was from Barrie, Vermont. And uh, he had this amazing jazz collection. And as I mentioned earlier, I had been listening to a little Miles Davis. Like in high school, I was sorting, starting to wean myself away from rock and roll. Mm. And, um, and in college, I also picked up the banjo from someone who was living down the hall from me in my dorm. But this guy, Rick, he had this amazing collection and he turned me on to the great, great Lee Morgan with that album Sidewinder, which completely blew my mind. Uh. And uh, he even had a Mahalia Jackson. He turned me on to Russ Unruh and Kirk. He showed me this card that Darth Ann sent him after uh, Roland Kirk passed away. He had sent something to her as a condolence and she sent back this wonderful note. He also told me about this concert that they went to that son Roland Kirk was playing and the electricity went out and he asked everyone if it's okay if we, they still play the set. And they said, yeah, yeah. Oh. So they still play the they played the entire set in the dark. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Rassan Roland Kirk was blind since he was a child. Okay. And, uh, you know, he was very famous for playing three saxophones at the same time and being one of the main proponents of circular breathing. So you can play mm. and inhale and play at the same time and not have to stop and oh, take wow. a breath. And he would play three saxophones, a manzello, a stretch, he'd have a nose flute, he'd have a regular flute, he had Gosh. all these instruments hanging from his person, and he was, he was a brilliant, brilliant uh, musician. And believe it or not, Darth Ann was one of the founders of WBGO in New York. Oh, wow. 
And then years later, uh, I had a girlfriend who had a friend named John Cruth. And John Cruth is a music writer. He's also a musician. He has like three bands. And uh, he had written this this biography, excuse me, of Rassan Roland Kirk. And uh, it is... It was a wonderful biography, and my girlfriend invited me to the uh, signing party. And there I met all of Rassan Roland Kirk's, you know, band members who were still alive, and, wow. and Darthan, and I met John, and it was an amazing experience. And uh, my girlfriend said, you know, <laughs> get the book and have everyone sign their name in it. And it was like, that's really cheesy, you know. I'm not going to do it. No, go, go, go. And you're so glad I got you did. the book and I got these signatures from people. Many of them are not alive anymore. Mm. You know, the great Hilton Ruiz signed the book, who died maybe 10 years ago, who was an amazing, one of the greatest Latin uh, piano players, you know, like up there with Chucho Valdez and, and uh, Michel Camilo and. Uh, you know, there are some amazing musicians that had signed that are just not there anymore. Gosh. So, uh, but Darthan is still around. She's actually, she just got her NEA Jazz Master status, so. Wow. So you, you've had such an experience of experiencing the musicians and meeting them and meeting just them. in your, yeah. in your lifetime of love of music. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. And now we're back in full swing and... And celebrating the 20th year of yeah. Manao Radio. And how many parties have we had celebrating the 20th year? I know. It's just, it's, hey, when you got two decades under your belt, it's like a party a month. Um, but it's been really incredible to have these live music mm -hmm. events again and kind of come right. together. Um, Assuming you've been to a few of these yourself. Uh, what does it feel like to be out in the community? And, and what is it about the Maui community with, with, with music? What's the, what's the vibe here and how... How instrumental is Manao Radio to all of that? Well, you know, there's still a bunch of people here that I run into who don't really listen to the radio. And uh, I try and inspire them to start listening to the radio because, you know, the other venues are, they're commercial or you have to pay for them. And, you know, it's... The the algorithms that they use are really stupid <laughs> for the most part. And, you know, nobody is putting them together. Nobody is, is like, listening to a stream of music and, and picking and choosing, oh, that's a great song. I'm going to put that on a playlist. Right. Or that's a great song. Or this these two will go together really, really nicely. Right. Uh, you know, they they just... They just can't do that yet. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> they like they don't that, have the algorithm yet for that. The human beings of Manao Radio right. would, would would make it so special here. Right, and then you have some, you know, you have great personalities who work here. Yes, you know, uh, I'm just starting to come into my own, but you know, like like Tony and Pistol Pete and and Marcus and you know, a lot of these guys and gals, Gail. Uh, are just have some wonderful personalities, Dr. B, you know, people that I listen to from time to time. And, uh, you know, that's, it's wonderful to have very interesting personalities. I mean, you don't, for the most part, you don't really 
we don't really elaborate ab amongst our, about ourselves on the radio because we want to put in as much music as possible. But you get a sense of who we are. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing. Yep. Okay. I actually like to uh, fast forward to what is that last song that you picked for tonight's show? And tell us why. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to the radio last night, and uh, it's a show that I have mixed feelings about. And it's on uh, HPR, and you know one of the, uh, the two mixed feelings I have is the name. It's called War World Cafe, and they play like point zero zero three percent music from outside of the United States. Yeah. But when they do, it's good. You know, it's a pretty good show. And the guy who had the show previously, who is uh, Ray Cruz, had the Latin show mm. on Friday nights, which was very special to me, and we became buddies. He's also a New Yorker. But uh, there was this, she was covering this band called Dawes, and I'm not a, I don't listen to rock and roll, but it was a song that was about waves. Hmm. And uh, it talks a little about, bit about surfing, but it's not a surfing song in, by any respect. It's more of like a real indie rock and roll song. Mm -hmm. And it just really hit me. It really connected with me being, you know, I'm in, I'm in the water, you know, five, six days a week. Wow. You know, I spend as much time in there as I possibly can. And that's what originally got me over here, you know, to windsurf here. And now I'm mostly wing foiling and, and surfing. But uh, that song just really got me so how? Was, how was it the melody was it lyrics the like, lyrics and mm. the melody and whenever the singer says waves it's like a real super enhanced long he really lengthens out the word and it, it becomes like a very very powerful statement mm. yeah so uh Thank you, Dawes. All right. We will have to uh, tune in or by the time the podcast comes out, yes. go back to Listen On Demand. Listen On Demand, because I don't think you're going to be around at 11.50. Okay. Well, uh, since we copyright issues, won't be able to play it on this podcast. Yes. You all can look it up and see You'll if you feel, my show. feel the feelings that, that Ellie felt to integrate it into his show as the grand finale song of tonight's show, at least. Yes. So 20 years, Manao Radio, what are your hopes uh, and your wishes for this radio station 20 years forward? I, uh, I hope that uh, the DJs on the station can uh, really spread their wings and uh, find interesting music that people don't listen to most often and that there's more depth here. Not to say that there are any limitations on the DJs here now. Uh, and the most important thing is I wish that the listener base really, really grows. And there's a lot of lot more recognition of W of of uh, Manao Radio, <laughs> excuse me, KMNO. And uh, I want that recognition to grow. And I think by having the kinds of parties and the music events that we sponsor, it helps. But uh, I really want it to be something that 
50% of the population on this island listens to from time to time, you know, and uh, maybe have more uh, expansion as far as the world market or the market in the greater U.S., although, you know, we, we are doing that in some shape and form. Uh, more recognition, more people to listen to us, and more appreciation so that one day we can, you know, maybe be uh, broadcasting out of some place in, in this 40,000 <laughs> square foot facility in Wailea. Or At something. least with working air conditioning, maybe. <laughs> we can yes, exactly. Better snacks. That's Better what snacks, I... maybe some air conditioning. <laughs> Well, well, this radio station with you included is well on its way to achieving those goals. And Ellie, you are just, so. you're such an important part of the station. We love you for all that you do. Thank you. A big Thanks. mahalo from me and all of the listeners at Manao Radio for bringing your killer bees to us Saturday nights from 8 to midnight. Every other week. Every other week. Um, mahalo for what you do. It's my pleasure. I really enjoy doing it. And we appreciate you sharing your mana'a with us tonight. Sure. All right. Tune in, everybody. Um, Now you know. DJL and the Killer Bees. This has been My Mana'o, a podcast brought to you by Mana'o Radio, 91.7 FM, KMNO, based on the beautiful island of Maui, Hawaii. In Hawaiian, sharing your mana'o means to exchange thoughts, ideas, feelings, and expertise. Tune in next time as our DJs, volunteers, and other special guests share their mana'o about all things music. If you have questions or suggestions, please message us on social media at Mana'o Radio. Mahalo!